Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. Welcome to the Cyberpunk Lorecast, where we brave scanning the net to find all the deep history and lore of cyberpunk. I'm Toasty, a fixer that's new to Night City with a desire to jump into the details of this gritty setting. And I'm Genesis, an old school media tech with a love of character deep dives. Together, we will bring you the foundations of the past, the state of Night City today, and the news of the future. We've got incoming. Let's Delta. Welcome back, Chooms, to another episode of the Cyberpunk Lorecast. I'm your girl, Genesis, and with me, as always, is Toasty. Hello. Hello. Oh, I love that. It's my favorite hello of the week. Make me happy. And another thing that makes me happy is our patrons. And we have them here with us tonight to discuss a very interesting topic. Ninja, why don't you say hello? Hello. Hi. Okay, (laughs) there we go. Now now you can hear me. Yes, much better. And welcome to our newest patron, Tangent. What should we call you? Um, I like Tangent. But howdy, howdy. And Turbo. Hello. Hello. All right, guys. Welcome in tonight. I am excited to talk about tonight's topic, which was talked about on the Cyberpunk Lorecast of the Robots Radio Discord. It was decided out in the open this month. Um, And we are going to talk about our Orion predictions. Now, Orion is the code name that they have been that they have given to the next cyberpunk project. We don't know what year it's going to be set in. We don't know even really what area or part of Night City or even if it's going to be in Night City at all. All we know is that the next cyberpunk game is in the fun stage of production. Ideas are being thrown at the wall. Um, Gabriel Amatangelo has talked about it and has done a little bit of an interview saying that they are in the fun stages right now, thinking of all of their ideas. And so now we are going to throw some more ideas at them. What do we want to see in the next game? Who has thoughts? Um, well, personally, I think uh, it would be really cool to see uh, the fifth corporate war that is led by rogue AIs. And considering that The Witcher is canonically an in-game video game, that consciousness of uh, Gontar Odim leading that expedition against people would be really, really cool. You know, if I had a nickel for every time we talked about Gontar Odim on a Patreon chat this week, I'd have two nickels. (laughs) 
<laughs> Which isn't a whole lot, but it's more than you would expect. It was, it was, yeah, we were talking about the Gonzo Dib and like his cyberpunk variant on Monday, which is wild. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I think it would just be really, really awesome. And it would make so much sense, especially with the way that rogue AIs have become conscious and started invading, you know, just people like Lilith. You know the uh, cyber psycho and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. We also, I mean, we kind of have the other side of things with like alt kind of forming up her like collection of AIs that I'm sure would have a a, a part in that. Oh, that would be actually really cool. Yeah, like, because, uh, oh, okay. sorry. No, good. Like, if she spearheaded the entire thing and then started taking concepts and ideas that exist in cyberpunk, like just in the general universe, and then started creating facets of those representations. I mean, because we know. She has her, we talked about it, uh, her like stronghold in, was it Hong Hong Kong? Kong? Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Like her, yeah, that stronghold on like the net side of things in Hong Kong, which is still, I believe as of right now, still kind of a wasteland in the real life part of it. Uh, I think it's pretty derelict, but yeah, there's no like thriving, no thriving population there. No, I I love that idea, especially Rogue building up, like, she kind of already is building up an army and an arsenal behind the Black Wall. Um, And especially if we feed her more engrams, she could possibly have V or Johnny, one of the two, and then possibly um, Jackie as well. And then anybody else that she's kind of sucked up through Mikoshi as well. Um, so she's building. A- and then there's also the um, Tonto Mark Three, where you're consistently feeding consciousness into the Black Wall. So if Rogue could take control of that and then lead that army, that would be like some wild necromancy. Yeah. I, I would just clarify I, Alt. I think the rogue AI part made us start saying rogue and not all. Oh, whoops. Yeah. <laughs> but it's fine. Uh, just to clarify for, for all the listeners. Yeah, no, I think there's also a chance, I think, if depending on what like they go with, um, with the ending that they decide is the canonical ending, there is a chance that you get both V and, I guess, yeah, both V and Johnny. If V keeps their body but then like doesn't actually fix themselves because mm. v had to be soul killed in order like at the end in mikoshi right and then so all already has an access to an engram that's fair i didn't really think about the that aspect of it that we have already been soul killed no matter what ending we really go with so alt has access to our 
entire persona. And I know that I'm a badass in every playthrough I have, so. This is kind of the point. Yeah. Uh, Turbo Ninja, any thoughts about a fifth corporate war run by AI? That would be cool, because I know with games, a lot, for, well, for a little while, they're going for live, like, live, not live action, um, Kind of like uh like how it could give us like uh little things where like hey you leave the, our main map and go like these little maps like for like missions and stuff like hey you need to go get this uh supplies and stuff if they do that like they could add like little things like so DLCs we could get other little maps in that like we drive out of we drive out of Night City go through the Badlands and we like drive to a nearby sp- spots and stuff. We'll take that little bar, uh, a hover, uh, blah, 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 the hover vehicles. I love that. As soon as you said, like, the whole mini map thing, it reminded me of how net running in Cyberpunk Red works, and they could that's easily what, incorporate that. That's what I was going to bring up for my thing. I want to kind of in Cyberpunk 2 because I, I, I don't know if it's the actual rules, but like one tabletop I heard. They kind of did it like where you, whenever you did net running, you actually like physically hack into it. You go into it, and it's like this like dungeon. Like you slowly go down to get your information. You okay. fight. And then the net architecture, so you yeah, can, like they, you they basically like, like delve into dogs it. and stuff. Like I would love for that to be like not like like a like a, not like a mini game, but you know, like every time you wanted to hack into someone, you literally had to like fight your way in and out. I think that would be That'd great. Be, I don't that know if would that would really change cool. it up or if a lot of people will like it because I don't know if a lot of people want to play something like that. But I think it'd be cool. That was what I was going to bring it to, like actual net running being like closer to what I heard in that, that uh, tabletop. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know if that was the actual rules or home like home edition or something like that. That is the the red the red rules. <clears throat> it was a it was a way to like make net running be more active and involved in the game because twenty twenty rules where you basically could sit at home and net for, net run from your couch, which made you not be really a part of a team. I have a question actually for tangent with your yes. with your theory. Do you think is in this case the the rogue AIs, or you think that they're being spearheaded by uh, Mister Blue Eyes? Possibly, um, not to keep bringing Odem up, but <laughs> um, I feel that there's a very strong possibility that he is. I mean, he's obviously controlled by a rogue AI. Um. Who he was before, I think it would be interesting if they included almost like a battle of consciousness. Like kind of how uh, when you go cyber psycho, it only lasts for a little bit because you're such a strong personality that potentially him fighting against whatever, whoever the rogue AIs that's absorbed him and infiltrated him, infected him, 
that that would lead to a nice little subplot. Okay. Because my thought just on that was just the side of things of like with the Phantom Liberty stuff, considering like whatever path they decide there as well, does he does he get his hands on the tech that Songbird has and then use that to I mean use her to basically take a better control of the black wall because you know if he has like song i'm sure he could just rip it down if need be well noosa has songbird at the moment and he's not affiliated with them well so, send her to the moon oh on the moon that's what i'm saying it depends on what they decide is the canonical one and if she's on the moon then that puts her into the hands of mr blue eyes and whatever he decides to do with her and then also mr blue eyes sends v to the moon and if you betrayed songbird and you have the kanto then that would imply that he has all the access to the black wall like even a lot of the uh remarks that the uh kanto ai makes like oh your species is so weak and fragile oh or even like when you use it against uh the robots that are a part of the ncpd um it's just like oh fragile constructions made by fragile people um that could all just be tying into something that could be greater in that way mm-hmm mm-hmm and especially with the way, like, my canon is freeing Songbird, and then my V also goes to the moon. So I could see this storyline playing out for me very easily. But then that's, like, not what you would do at all, Toasty, because you stay in, not in Night City, but you travel with the nomads. So I don't know. It's It would be so difficult for them to have a storyline start at the end of V's story. I think there has to be a time jump. or I mean, Probably, but they can still use those elements of like, because he's just collecting the pieces in this situation. You know, now that we realize, I mean, the, the, the songbird and V, if that, and I see V's ending, like the, uh, becoming like the the head fixer of night city or whatever i see that honestly as a like of choice for them to make as the canonical because it's like staying within night city as a whole and doing that like because v wanted to rise and be the best regardless of what life path you took that was still the the dream with jackie essentially mm-hmm. so Mm. Um, with that, I have a feeling that, um, my personal favorite ending, which I think is going to be canonical, is the Phantom Liberty one, because it was the one that was most recently released and was a DLC, and typically CDPR continues with the additions that they use, and so that would mean the Noosa got a hold of potentially the Kanto and they brought it to like the moon or whatever, like, I don't know. And then all of that would just 
spiral out of control. They try to use powers that they don't understand. They have no control. Also, screw Myers. I hate Myers yeah. all day. <laughs> Everyone does. <laughs> Actually, I think that, I think regardless of which way they do with Phantom Liberty, I think he still plays to the benefit because either you know put it in the hands like free songbird put it into the hands of mr blue eyes who's gonna abuse that shit or you turn her over to noosa who's going to abuse that shit i mean they already were like they're gonna like tangent just said uh use powers that they don't understand and maybe that's where like the black wall comes down and like we get flooded you know regardless well, even, like its potential even brigitte was very strongly talking about how the black wall is having holes poked into it that mm -hmm. these rogue ais are coming out and they're starting to uh, like infect people and so if noosa tries to utilize it as a weapon even with like cyanosure and everything like that was militech that was directly attached to noosa mm -hmm. like and they failed that so why wouldn't they continue to fail that mr blue eyes sees how that's gonna go and then utilizes it being a rogue ai himself if not directly affected by alt yeah all right i'm loving all this and I'm seeing how different games can form, and I think this is kind of what the writing room looks like right now. Throw out an idea, see what path we can travel down, and how we can loop different things together. Ninja, mm -hmm. what about you? What thoughts you got going on? As for the next game, I I definitely think there should be a time jump. It shouldn't it shouldn't be like a continuation. But I also would like, I would also like it to be in a different part of the country. Yeah. Because I, I don't know. I I think if it's not like a super big time jump where a lot of things are different, it it'll kind of just be the same Night City from the current game. So I think a different location would help it a lot. And so there's the possibility they were teasing with Phantom Liberty and songbird being from new york because i feel like that's the kind of the opposite i mean it's also the i i guess maybe they won't use an exact location you know night city was a like made from scratch area um for cyberpunk universe so maybe something over there that's not quite the biggest city on the east something close to it but who knows yeah possibly it Maybe also something in the south too, like maybe Texas, where it, it could be maybe one big population center and then some smaller surrounding ones. If it's thing about Texas, we're too damn big for shit. Like <laughs> I mean, just the the mass is like you have a big area, but like the smaller surrounding like how far out is that is the question because there's a lot of open area isn't texas its own city state also it's a free state like night city is so it's tech it's not part of the noosa yeah i think so it because is 
in any in any type of media where it's a future thing whether post-apocalyptic or more cyberpunk texas always seems to be its own entity every single time yeah well that's because texas still wants to secede in real world united states politics (laughs) it's because we have oil and guns (laughs) that's pretty much the only reason it's like ah we don't need y'all whatever but it's until it snows a little bit and then you're screwed. Uh. <laughs> I agree. I mean, I agree. You're you're right. <laughs> I also agree that I would love, I would like for it to be in a different location, but I think I kind of want to get completely out of the States. I would love for the game to be based, like if the next game is based on like the future of Arasaka, take us back to Japan. Like, set the game completely somewhere different. It could be within the same time frame around 2077, or maybe, like, as we know that in the future, if we go down the path of, like, the two-year coma, we know that everybody's pulling out of Night City. Show us the politics and the storyline that's happening back in Tokyo. Is It's in Tokyo, right? For our soccer side quarter. New Tokyo. Yeah. That'd be cool. I mean, I would love to go to J- Cyberpunk Japan, but I don't know if that one's as likely, unfortunately. That would be pretty decent, especially if they introduced a new protag that was a part of, you know, just like from Tokyo, and then even maybe at a DLC or a late stage um series of missions where you have to go to night city and then deal with the issues that are going on there um i also play a corporate femv so mm-hmm. arisaka is kind of like always a little bit in the background <laughs> I, mean, I feel like that's kind of the idea for cyberpunk in general like it arisaka is always in the background regardless of like any point in time you play, mm-hmm. you know, whether, whether it's, you know, 2045, the time of the red, where they're recouping their strength just to come back in later for in during the unification, like they're always there. They're always an entity. They're kind of the big one. So it would also put us closer to Hong Kong. If that's, if the, the AIs are part of it. Yeah, it's very true. Absolutely. I'm really liking these ideas, and I think we can keep them going um, and maybe focus a little bit more on gameplay aspects that we would want to see. Like what or lifestyle paths that we would want to see or different uh, things like that. Like physically, what do we want this game to be like? Um, Because they have quite a lot of time in order to get everything all set up. So what do we want to see from that standpoint? Let's take a quick little mid-break here where we will listen to some sponsors of the show, thank our patrons, and just be happy people. Welcome to the middle of the show where we talk about the show and not the lore of cyberpunk. 
We don't have any new reviews to read out this week. We don't have any new patrons to shout out this week. Super sad on both parts. So please leave us a review on iTunes. Leave those comments on Spotify. Give us those five-star reviews. They give me life. Other than that, I don't think I have anything else to add to the middle of the show. You, you, there's normally another line you say for those. You're looking at me. I know you're looking at me. <laughs> I am looking at you. Were you waiting for me to ask, is there anything you want to add to the middle of the show? Yes, I was. Is there anything that you want to add to the middle of the show? No. Okay. <laughs> Let's get back into it then. All right, let's get back into it then. From a gameplay standpoint, things that we want to see in Orion, Cyberpunk 2, Cyberpunk 20, who knows what year. I actually really love Turbo's idea of showing Netrunning as a true architecture and not just a, I'm going to follow numbers along a pathway. Mm-hmm. That would be nice. Also, I'm hoping that it's 21-something. That's my personal hope, is that it's turn of the century, because I think that'd be cool. Didn't we talk about this? I feel like we've talked about this, what cool number it would be. 2101? Yeah, yeah, I think that's the one we settled on. I don't know. Dang. Um, It would be also really cool, just from a number standpoint, if it was 2404. (laughs) <laughs> an error. <laughs> it's so it's so far in the future. That is. That's an insane amount of time uh time jump because we haven't had that big of a jump because it went 2012, 2020, 2045, 2077. Those yeah. are the time jumps that we've currently had. Yeah, Go what's ahead, up, Turbo? Turbo? <laughs> I was just going off the pun. Turbo has raised his hand. <laughs> Um, I didn't want to interrupt, so I'm like, ooh, wait, what's this, this hand? Ooh, does it raise my hand? Like, <laughs> yes, it tra- does. <laughs> and uh, more with the net running, I was thinking, like, if, they, if we do make a time jump and it goes to the future, um, if they ever wanted to add a multiplayer in it, they could always make it digital. Since we're so far into the future, we could, they could always say, now there's, like, this internet like they've they've now corned off another part of the internet and this is where like all the uh mercs like uh like you know what i mean like like uh, i keep thinking like of an adventures guild where everyone goes talk shop like say like hey i, I just went on this like especially we have the little dlc mission like side missions like the little mini maps like i just want mission like we could all go together and talk like we maybe we gotta fight each other but it could build a community like, say, I just did this mission. There's this really random boss that popped, the secret boss I found. Like, this is where to go find him and stuff like that. Mm. And RD, what they look like is like our avatar in there. But whatever, wherever they make, whatever shade of like color they make it. So it looks like we know it's digital except for RV is color shifted. Okay. Okay. So you're hoping that you have especially with the games that you that I know that you play turbo they are definitely more squad based you have a lot more party members with you uh 
And so you're kind of hoping that you have more teammates or people that you can call upon through the net in order to come adventure or mission with you. Maybe on the side ones, but in the main game, no. I was just I, not or necessarily even on the side ones. No, I was make me like maybe a spot for the community to get together though. Mm. In the game, like I know how like I was thinking like a like a mix between a GTA but without the griefing between each other. Like we can't like in this like meeting place, we can't hurt each other. Oh, you want an actual multiplayer physical space in the game for you to meet up with other players who are playing through their own storyline. Yeah, like I want like GTA thinking like a thing to build a community. Okay. So Cyberpunk has a big tabletop community. Maybe people get there and maybe they're like, hey, why don't we play a tabletop through like they're they don't they're they're not actually playing the tabletop in the game but they literally can talk each other that way i know there's discords and that stuff i'm just saying like a way for the cyberpunk community people to get along and talk about the game there well yeah i guess other than this podcast there's not a whole lot of places for the cyberpunk gaming community to get together (laughs) except for cyberpunk yeah cyberpunk cyberpunk apostrophe d well but it would give us a multiplayer even if uh like i'm like like it went to jen's way but i'm just saying like they could always have a little hub where we can get together no that sounds really cool i like that turbo that would be actually really cool like um even if you know like if it took place in like Tokyo or Hong Kong or wherever um with those structures that could be an entire like little mini game where people could play as like let's say rogue AIs or anything and battle themselves into the real world ooh yeah would you want pvp i mean you'd have to agree to it but I think I'd kind of like a little bit of that aspect of it. Only if you agree to it, though. I don't play on PvE servers. No, like, would it end up being like that, uh, was it the Left 4 Dead style where you're a zombie and then, like, or you can play as a zombie, but you also play as, like, a hunter or whatever? Like, oh. versus? <laughs> but it's rogue AIs versus, uh, good AIs or. Actual netrunners? I don't know. We would lump those as. Well, AI yeah, versus I, human. That would be sick. <laughs> Ninja, you got any thoughts on this? Uh, like, like gameplay. Uh, uh, I always enjoy a maybe more fast, uh, fast-paced gun wielding style. Like maybe dual wielding lighter guns Ooh, yeah especially with like pistols or revolvers or anything like that you can definitely wield one in each hand i i fully agree with that dual wielding is way more fun than just one gun and with cyber arms sorry go ahead i mean jackie does it so we should be able to too you know that's a good fucking point if Jackie can do it, why can't I do it? Because Jackie's more of a show-off than we are. 
Johnny's more of a show off than we are. Yeah, Johnny can't show off because he is just riding your brain for the most part. <laughs> yeah. I think I think that I think that you talked about the you mentioned cyber arms or whatever. I think different more additional cyber arm attachments. I mean, obviously cyberpunk, just add more cyberware, obviously, but like you know, we're limited to our mono wire, mantis blades, gorilla arms, and the missile launcher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm missing. I feel like I'm missing one, but I don't think I am. Give us more. Give us give us pop up guns. Uh, uh, chainsaw hands. Yeah. <laughs> chainsaw arms would definitely be interesting. <laughs> well, wasn't, wasn't there a release where um and uh Cyberpunk or not cyberpunk, sorry. Um, but in red where like you have those fingers that can oh, yeah. turn into different things. Black like that would be yeah. Wouldn't that be like way chill? Like you could have a different like caliber of bullet per finger with different effects you could have the tranquilizer you could have the ballistic you could have the explosive um heck you could have one that would literally be a monowire mhm i don't know i just think that would be a neat combat mechanic although just a headache for developers oh for sure yeah that's that's the one thought on it is how difficult would it be to implement stuff like that with that much like versatility. But I think dual wielding and getting that down would definitely be something that they could do. So I could see All ninjas right. aspect being put in there for sure. Yeah. So if we see other weapons, I mean, obviously go for it. Go turbo. turbo. Okay. This may be coming out of left field, but Jen made me thinking about it and I turned my system on and I just saw Weapons that they go a whole different way and make it like Boulder's Gate, where you actually like play a tabletop. Mm. That would be really strange in setting uh, and going completely off the wall for a no, 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 no. Set. My 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 thing, my thing, the net running thing. Oh, okay. That they make it Boulder's Gate kind of thing. From Boulder's Gate standpoint, you're talking about like turn-based combat. That style of yeah, thing. Yeah, it'd still be first person, but it'd be turn based. So it's like you're actually playing a well, final, kind of like a Final Fantasy, but first person. Or would it be like like a like a Yakuza game? I don't know. I haven't played a Yakuza game. Wouldn't that be like a better Shadowfall? I didn't hmm. play that one. I haven't played that one either. Um, it's a video game that's based in a cyberpunk universe, but there's like orcs and magic and all that type noise too oh okay i think i've heard of is that there's like a a tabletop on that one too right oh wait yeah that i've one? played the shadow shadow run, Fla- shadow run. yeah that's shadow run gg louisey i think it it could definitely i can see it i just don't know if they want to take away from how like fast paced it is supposed to be like you know as an edge runner you live fast you die fast and i think they kind of capture that with how 2077 plays Mm -hmm. like the combat is very like 
quick and dynamic and intense. I kind of wouldn't mind the slowdown though, for just in those specific moments of, of running. For, for sure. I would, it'd be great. I just don't know how, if they want to have that like kind of system in place for it. Yeah. For running, I imagine that would actually be really cool because it would be a change of gameplay. It would make it unique for the system. It would make all of that very more applicable. It would lower, you know, the high work count on the developers. Like, dang, actually, that's a really good idea. Mm Mm-hmm. And beside what Jim brought, what, was, what made me also think about it is like when you, in real hacking, it's kind of is like, okay, not tr- well, in the TV shows, always hacking, it's always rea- you're always reacting to what happens. So I always thought turn bases like would work out and stuff like that. Because when someone does this, you do that to counter this, and then they do your ca- to counter your counter, and they counter, 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 counter. I counter your counter, counter, counter. I think. I will say, like, the the benefits to that are, like, I think really high, even on, like, the technical side of things, because if they slow it down, bring it into this, like, slower turn-based way, they can have a a bit more fun with how they, like, aesthetically design the net-running architecture uh, and how that looks, because having a lot of moving parts in something that's a big area with moving parts can really dog on systems. Mm -hmm. But if you have a slower combat system, then you can kind of really up that other side of it. Yeah. I'm all excited for a game that may or may not be happening. Like I'm picturing cyberpunk turn-based style in my head and I'm like, yeah, I want to play this game, but who knows if this is going to be anything that we see in the future. I mean, it won't be until past 2030 if we do so it doesn't really matter <laughs> oh, gosh you're right yeah. yeah yeah and i i was gonna say earlier to note um we'll have to revisit this idea once the witcher 4 comes out and determine if what canon they go for for witcher and if that has any correlation to cyberpunk to help mm. us figure it out and the way that Witcher 4 plays as a video game in itself is also going to lead us to where they're going. Because CDPR, I mean, they're pretty consistent with how the style of gameplay that they do. Uh, so if they throw anything wild and crazy and brand new in Witcher 4, it might give us an indication of where they're going with Cyberpunk 2. I think this is a pretty good spot for us to kind of wrap it up with any final thoughts or big wishes that we really want to see in the next cyberpunk game. Ninja, you're first on my list. Um, not, not really anything I can think of in particular right now. All right. You want to see dual wielding and somewhere outside of night city. Mm-hmm. All right. Tangent. Thank you so much for joining us here tonight. Final thoughts. Um, I really like Ninja's idea about dual wielding. I mean, having a pair of gorilla arms, dual wielding shotguns would be way epic. <laughs> like that would just be so cool. Um, 
But shout outside out of Becca. that, <laughs> he's like, shout <laughs> out to Becca. But outside of that, I mean, I really do just want a good storyline that involves the fifth corporate war and rogue AIs. Yeah. I think, I think, I mean, obviously, I can't guarantee it because I'm not CDPR, but I feel like that's a strong, strong chance for both of those things. Well, they already, um, I've had a couple developers email me and be like, hey, stop talking things. <laughs> Reddit's, Reddit's brutal. <laughs> uh, Turbo. Yes. Any final thoughts? Um, um I also, since we're, it, since I want it to do digital, I want to be able to have, there be a romance, an AI. Oh, like add a new romance in of AI, like 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 like, like, like or you could like, just like, just that, because like it's like if we're gonna add a new frontier onto Cyberpunk, um. No offense. When people when 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 humans go exploring someplace, that's one of the things they do. They bang the locals. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> you know what, Turbo? You're right. Oh, that's true. That's true. I don't think I have anything to follow it up. Toasty, you got any final thoughts? You know, I probably did, but they're gone now. Uh, but you know, but no, I don't got nothing. And my brain stopped working. Your brain stopped working at fucking the locals. All right, we're good. All right, and then I think that this is truly the time for us to wrap up the show for the night and do any shout outs or plugs for things you got going on. Ninja, you got anything cool in the works? No, not really. All right, sounds good. Uh, tangent. This is your first time to shout out anything you got go you got cool going on. Um, me and uh, my bestie Tank are working on a nerd dumb and mental health podcast that um will be hopefully on the Robots Radio channel at some point. But yeah, outside of that, we're just practicing and you know getting all of that in order. You know, it's just like different fandoms, nerddoms, things that we're appreciative of and how, you know, mental health and everything kind of drives us to these ideas and these things. Yeah, no, I I love the idea of combining fandoms and nerddoms with mental health. Um I know that on a couple of different occasions, I mean, cyberpsychosis, the only way to treat that is by going to therapy. So even in cyberpunk, therapy and mental health is a very much needed thing. So that's really cool. And keep us updated on that once your show actually goes live and we will shout it out so that way our listeners can find you. Absolutely will do. And as a person who plays mostly a cyber psycho, just for funsies. It's appreciated. All right. <laughs> I too walk the fine line of psychosis and staying out of the berserker rage. Uh, Turbo, you got anything going on? 
As usual, absolutely nothing. Woo! Sounds good. Thank you. Uh, if you'd like to hear more from me, you can find me on the Two Girls, One Ship podcast, where we analyze, rate, and review all that the world of video game romances has to offer. And several of the characters on that show need therapy as well. Looking at you, Dragon Age 2, you need therapy. Uh, right now, we are covering characters in Baldur's Gate 3. Toasty, what about you? Uh, you can... Catch me doing the Witcher lore cast, uh, as well as uh, speaking of people who need therapy and actually did recently get it, uh, probably. Uh, That's uh, right. I, my character mono on the Cyberpunk Cyberpunk Apostrophe T podcast that I do with the Fumbling for and Already Crit Gang. I totally forgot about therapy. Um all right, and at the end of every episode, we shout out Miracle of Sound and thank him for allowing his music to be used. We use snips and clips from Neon Red, the instrumental remix. Thank you, Gav. You are amazing. And even though Toasty doesn't know this, we fully support you. And I'm sorry for all the bullshit you're going uh, through. Nah, we fully support you. I understand it. I saw the videos. I follow him on TikTok. Okay. The well, pain parish stuff, right? Yeah. Yep. We fully support you, Gav. Alright. And with that, while you're out there, stay safe in Night City. When a wasteland detective and a vault girl cross paths, no criminal is safe. You're both under arrest. Don't move a muscle if you know what's good for you. Based in Bethesda's Fallout series, follow Walter and Bunny as they traverse the Texas Commonwealth and New Vegas, busting big crime rings. We'll need all we can to expand into Vegas territory. And surviving anything the wasteland can throw at them. It's him! It's the Mothman! Featuring a series of nail-biting narratives and guest stars from across the Fallout community. It's anybody's guess what thrilling case is up next. War never changes, does it, Bonnie? No, it certainly does not. True Vault Escapades, a Fallout audio drama. Available anywhere you get podcasts. Podcasts.